Just to know you're alive. <laughs> this is um, uh, sex bugs. Yeah, bed pots. What you're hearing is the sound of a man uh, very strategically pretending like he doesn't know all the lyrics to <laughs> the Goo Goo Dolls song, uh, whatever it's called. Here's a, let, let me run this hot take by you. If your movie is so sad that you yeah. got to bring. The Goo Goo Dolls and Sarah McLaughlin to sadden God. it up. Maybe you made your movie too sad. You may Maybe have made you it could too sad. To- tone it down a little bit. The Goo Goo Dolls by themselves will be fine, or Sarah by herself will be fine. But when it's both, maybe you made your movie too sad. <sighs> You're telling me, man, what a yeah. sad movie. Should we should we put on our our sad personas for tonight? Oh, th- you mean my art? Even sadder personas are even sadder personas. Yeah, okay. yeah, cool. Comically sad, like uh, Pag- a ba- Pagliacci. Yes, like a couple yes. of Pagliacci's. We're the and clowns, we are. Pagliacci. Yeah, we're the clowns, Pagliacci. We're coming to you, the sex bugs in the bed pots, and we're saying to you, sex bugs, bed pots. We're just too sad. We're too sad. And you say, well. Why not go and watch the, the great clown? The, oh, the strange bedfellow. The great uh, 1998 film City of Angels tonight. That should cheer you up. And no, we I say, th- but sex bugs. We, we, we already are? watch City of Angels. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was imagining we could do it that they say, why not listen to hilarious podcast Strange Bedfellows? <laughs> <laughs> But sex bugs. But sex bugs. We are strange bedfellows. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I like good. your version better. Your version's better because it, because it like has no meaning to it. It's like, oh, we already saw it. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we're sad. That's why we're sad. We're sad because of the City of Angels. Hey, City of Angels, more like Library of Angels, am I right? Because the whole movie yeah. took place in a fucking library. More like Beach of Angels. <laughs> more like... More like Beach of Grackles. More like Beach of Captain Holt from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. They look Nine-Nine. like the angels on the beach that look like, uh, we, uh, here in Austin, we have Grackles. They're big, black, scary Yeah, birds. we have Grackles here, too, in Connecticut. But that's what they look like. They're all, they all just like gather on the beach like wearing black like little birds. Yeah. Like somebody dropped popcorn or something. <laughs> yeah, and they listen to the, the choir of heaven sing out. Yeah. You want to see this baby make a really fucked up face? Yeah. I'm going to give him his medicine. It tastes so gross. I thought angels lived in heaven. Well, apparently not. They all live at the library? Do you want to see this or not? Yeah. Why is he pissed? He's already pissed. He hasn't even gotten his medicine yet. Oh, what's he he taking? He's just got to take this medicine that tastes gross. And the doctor was like, "Um, this tastes like shit. But your, your baby's too dumb to say no to it. Yeah. So he'll take it every time. (laughs) <laughs> and he always takes it and he makes this scrunch face like oh what's it what have you hell? tasted it no i wouldn't try a little dab i will not um so we're See, sa- get too lifted 
We're we're the clowns Pagliacci today. Aren't we? We're the clowns Pagliacci. My name is Tanner Pagliacci, and I'm joined by my co-host Jack Pagliacci, and we yeah. watched honestly one of the most romantic movies I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, and I know, I know, it's not a romance, but I'm no. not here to to play by your rules. Yeah, romance people. I'm here to play by the rules of America's sweethearts. Meg Ryan and Nicolas Meg Ryan Cage. and Nicholas Cage. <laughs> yeah, the perfect and Captain couple. Holt from Brooklyn Nine. The perfect Nine-Nine. match. The perfect and very, match. very briefly. Yeah, Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman, really? Yeah, he was one of the construction workers who says, "Yeah, we can see you, buddy." Can you see me? Oh yeah, we can see you. All right. Yeah, you're invisible drug wall. Is this blood? <laughs> this is blood. Is it red? Whoa. <laughs> That's good stuff. I didn't know yeah. that. That's a and fun Dennis, fact. And Dennis Franz, who uh, the entire time I was watching, kept turning to Jamie and calling him Dennis Franzen. And at the end, she's okay. like, I can't it's tell Dennis if you're Franz. joking or not. Yeah. And I said, no, I'm not. Is what's His name's not Dennis, Dennis Franzen. And she's like, no, you're thinking of Jonathan Franzen. I was like, I'm always thinking of Jonathan You're Franzen, always baby. thinking of Jonathan Franzen. Yeah. And the Goo Goo Dolls. And the Goo Goo Dolls and Sarah. And Sarah's there. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen this, so we should say. And bikes. I'm t- big clown Jack Pagliacci. Tanner's big clown Tanner Pagliacci. We're yep. so sad. We're so very sad. Uh, the Goo Goo Dolls makes us sad. Sarah makes us sad. This movie makes us sad. This week we're talking about a, a romantic film. Tanner doesn't know what a romance is. It's a real problem. We're 30 episodes in, but I've just yeah. kind of given up trying to explain it. And he was like, let's watch you City d- of You Angels. literally did give up like, last week. I was like, let's watch City of Angels. You're like, it's not a romance. And I was like, yeah. well, I don't care. Let's watch it anyway. And you're like, okay, fine. <laughs> yeah. She dies on a bike. I mean, she dies on a bike, and that's like, spoilers. I hadn't seen it, but like the only thing I knew about, literally the only thing I knew about this movie is Goo Goo Dolls, and I guess there's a scene that's famous where she's riding on a bike in a very dangerous fashion, yeah. and so I put those two facts together, and I was like, that must mean that she dies on a bike, and lo and behold, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's also based on a, a film from the, I believe, 80s called Wings of Desire, which is a By German... Vim Vendors, I've yeah. seen it, and it's got Peter Falk in it. Yeah, Peter Falcon. It's yeah. really good. Yeah, it's great. It's Peter Falk. It's, it's Vim Vendors' I love Wings Peter Falcon. Stop um, saying And it's that. cool that he's named after a bird. Just stop it. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's Wim Wenders. Okay, fine. Is Come it Wim on. Wenders? It's spelled with W's. <laughs> but it is Vings of Desire. <laughs> um, yeah, it's Vings of Desire. It's about yeah. an angel who falls in love with a lady. And that's what this one is about, too. Yeah. Nicolas Cage is a beautiful, angelic man. And everyone in the movie keeps yeah, is... keeps talking about how beautiful he is. Yeah, he is beautiful. It's like peak Nicolas Cage, 98 Nicolas Cage. Uh, at one point, Jamie turned to me and she was like, "Is Nick like this? Must be bad, right? Nicholas Cage is bad, right?" And I was like, "No, he's so good in this role. This is, role was made for him. Like, oh, he fully aloof, to it. Yeah. detached angel who like can't feel emotions. Like, this has got Nicholas Cage all over it. Couldn't have worked with anyone else. Is this Meg Ryan's last movie? Uh, I didn't know that she stopped. When's the last time you saw her in a movie? Today. <laughs> When's the last time you saw her in a new movie? <laughs> I don't know. Okay." So I've reached crisis stage with this baby while you look up Meg Ryan because Oh wow I've, she's she's been in a lot of movies. He's finished his bottle. 
and uh, I have nothing left to pacify him with. Okay, what about a pacifier? Let's try it. Here's a pacifier. Oh, of course it's not her f- the last movie, Jack. What? Another movie came out the same year as this movie, 1998, a yeah. few months after this movie. Yeah. Called You've Got Mail. Yeah, there you go. And then in 2001, she did a movie called Kate and Leopold. There we go. There we go. Uh, and she has beautiful eyes, doesn't she? She has beautiful eyes. And yeah. Dennis Franzen has unkind things to say about her body in this film. Yeah, he's rude about her. Uh, sure, the doctor. <laughs> oh, she's pretty. A little flat-chested, but hey, hey, all you need is a handful. He's rude about her body, which is kind of weird because, like, you're not talking about her character. You're talking about Meg no, Ryan. No, that's like, that's Meg Ryan. <laughs> and it's like, he's an angel. <laughs> and he's an angel. Well, a fallen angel. Yeah. We'll get into it. It's a movie mostly about uh, bike safety, isn't it? It's a movie mostly about body surfing, actually. Okay, it's a movie about body surfing and bike safety. It's a movie about a man who, in a very circuitous way, discovers his love of body surfing. (laughs) (laughs) It's a two-hour bike safety PSA about a man who, in a very circuitous way, discovers his love of body surfing. Yeah, that's what, um, when Captain Holt from Brooklyn Nine-Nine is like, you had like it's got to be worth it. You have to make sure the love is like if you're gonna fall and make yourself human. Yeah, your love has to be so pure and so real. Yeah, uh, and at the end, he's like, "Was it worth it?" And he's like, "If I could just have one, the opportunity to body surf to body one surf, wave, just one wave. Yeah, that's like better than an eternity." You know, he does say uh, that. So that line, he says, "I guess the baby's just crying." Yeah, it's it's not even crying. It's like, what is it? Beatboxing? Yeah, it's beatboxing. You beatboxing, Lewis. Lewis, Uncle Tanner got you a cool ass shirt. It's oh yeah, in a Lewis, we've got a new gift somewhere. For you. We got a gift for you. It's getting open tomorrow. Lewis doesn't give a shit right now because he needs to be burped. Okay. Um, the, uh, that line he says, "Oh, good. Here she is. Please take this baby." Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> All right, now the kid's gone. Now that the the cat is away, the mice can play, huh? He says of her, if I could just have one breath of her hair. Yeah. Which is such a weird line. Well, he does smell her hair a lot. Because Captain Holt is like, was it worth it? He's like, if I could just have one breath of her hair. Yeah. And then there's one one touch of her skin, I think, is the next one. We'll yeah. play a clip, I guess. But... Yeah, we should, probably should play a, a clip. I would rather have had... One breath of her hair. One kiss of her mouth. One touch of her hand. Then an eternity without it. One. Um, the film starts with her. Well, first of all, Miles is homesick today. Okay, perfect. He's barfing. Yeah. And not feeling well. And your son is probably not feeling well either if, if you have to give him medicine, right? Uh, the medicine's for an ongoing thing. Okay. Well, the movie starts with child death. Yeah. Which is a really fun way to start a movie. The movie has, is genuinely full of triggers that are aimed almost directly at me. 
<laughs> yeah. Like child, young child endangerment. Yeah. Um, bo- body slicing, a lot of body slicing, like close up body slicing. A lot of body slicing. Yeah. And unblinking Nicolas Cage. <laughs> yeah. The, well, all three death. of those things. And well, bike death is not a trigger for me. I mean, I don't. Well, it should be. I don't. No, I know I'm a dangerous cyclist, but I, I don't. While I don't condone it, and I don't like it, and if I haven't said that before, I'm sorry. You don't I, live in fear of it. I don't like bike death, but it doesn't send me into fits of conniptions, which right. the the first three things do. Yeah, unblinking Nicolas Cage, body slicing, and extreme child endangerment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and it child's just, death too. When you so become it goes a, beyond endangerment. A dad or a, a child a dies. Mom. It, yeah, they kill a little girl in the first. So, starts. folks, we're describing the movie now. If you haven't seen it, I, you know whatever. I I don't know what you're it's waiting 19, for. It was from 1998. Uh, yeah, I don't know what you're waiting for. But go watch it. <laughs> either it's a type of movie you want to watch. It's a fun or go, movie. Or go watch Wim Wenders. Yeah, it's a fun movie because it like I love movies that have like an extreme critics versus audience. Rotten Tomatoes disparity. <laughs> what was this one? <laughs> it's like 54 to 86. Oh, people love this movie, huh? People love this movie. Not Critics you. Critics do not. Did you love it or not? What did I feel about it? Jamie turned to me after the film and she was like, how was that? And I was like, honestly, not bad. Yeah. Like, honestly, it like it held my attention the entire time. Like, Meg Ryan was great. Dennis, and, Dennis Franzen was great. Yeah. Like. It's not the best movie I've ever seen, but like, yeah, it got me. Here's what I think, having never seen this film before. I like a movie that's like trying to do something. I think yeah. I think you have to maybe you have to deduct points because Wings of Desire is already a great movie that was trying to do something and did do that thing. And it kind of seems like this movie is trying to do the same thing that Wings of Desire did, except with Nick Cage and Poorly. Meg Ryan, yeah. which is a mistake. Like yeah. why do that? But it was it like had it had a philosophy. It's trying to teach you something. And I think very specifically that the thing it's trying to teach you, you've already touched on this, is that like Body very rules. Yeah, like very methodically, every single scene, every single line of dialogue in the movie tends towards one philosophical point, which is that Sometimes your wife dies, but you can still go body surfing. You can still body surf. Yeah. That's the philosophical message. You can agree with it. You can disagree with it. But that's every part of this movie is pointing towards that. Sometimes your wife dies, but you can still go body surfing. It's a real meditation. Like Tolkien did the same thing in his 2001 film, Lord of the Rings. Okay. Let me, me, can I guess? Eowyn gives up her immortality to be with. Viggo Mortensen. Not Eowyn. And this film just really focuses on Eowyn. that one You're gonna beat. Get you know, it's completely like, completely fucking destroyed. Let's take the Eowyn part from Lord of the Rings. Eowyn. You're going to just Just really destroyed. explore that two hours. Nobody, over two hours. And have Dennis, Dennis Franzen in it. will ever trust you again if you don't take a second to walk back. That it's and then she says, Eowyn. I am no man. And she chops okay. off the Witch King's head. Yeah, and it's yes. Well, she does do that. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Good. I, uh, yes, folks, and it is the same thing, isn't it? Yeah. It actually is the same thing. It is the same thing. Yeah, yeah. 
Except this is a meditation on just that one part. You yeah. know? It's slow, it's deliberate. Is it a is it a romance? It's yeah. romantic. Do we say the film? Certainly romantic. Let's yeah, the say film it. starts with Meg Ryan kill a on child. It's a cool socks. ass bike. I'm pretty yeah. sure wearing sock any shoes. Yeah. Zipping through traffic in like downtown LA and it I feels dangerous. the second I saw it, I was like, I bet she's gonna die on a bike. Somewhere Jack is like absolutely too messing at this yeah. scene. No, I always do get jealous when I see people zipping through traffic on a bike. But I was also like, you should not ride on a bike in LA. You should not even like go near a bike in LA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> the only thing LA is good for is uh, cars. If you try to walk anywhere in LA, eventually you'll just sort of hit a dead end that's like, yeah, it's so hostile to walkers. And I assume bikers. Well, we know it's hostile. Well, Lake Tahoe is hostile to bikers. No, that's the irony of this film. She dies on a bike, but it's not in L.A. It's not in L.A., yeah. It's in Lake Tahoe. Angels are businessmen. They come to Earth, and they take a lot of meetings on top of street signs and Hollywood signs and buildings. Yeah, they're birds. They're like birds, aren't they? They're They're like like birds, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's sorkening. It's sorkening to the extreme. They're always sorkening. Right, which is something... They're doing a lot I was going to say something talk. that you invented, but you didn't invent it. Aaron Sorkin invented it. Yes. <laughs> but you gave I, invented, it the name I invented the business concept of it, I think. I mean, it may yeah. have been. I, anyway, I was adjacent to the invention of the concept of Sorkining at our work. Sometimes I would try to have meetings, or we would try to have meetings that weren't going into a meeting room. We'd be like, let's just Sorkin. Walking shit. around the office. Yeah. We would I'm just sure walk, everyone thought that was really. Walk around the office. Really endearing. Nobody found our shit endearing, man, in retrospect. <laughs> yeah. In retrospect. She kills a man. She kills a man. Through, well, let's say um, they kill a girl first. Let's say well, that. Well, they do kill a girl, yeah. Let's say this first. They kill a little girl. Um, it, the movie, it's just like, it's a really fucked up way to start a movie. Like, yeah. a, a mom is panicking because her little girl is, has, like, got a bad A terrible fever, fever. yeah. And then I was like, oh, what's this is going to be the young Meg Ryan, and it's going to be her first encounter with the angels. And they were like, no, she just dies. <laughs> yeah, but it's that, like, it's that little girl's first encounter with the angels. Yes, and this is how Nicolas we're going to show like, you angels. carries her to heaven. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, what was your favorite part? And she was like, the pajamas. And it's like, that's not cute. It, a little girl who has sad. experienced so little of life that she thinks the best part of it is pajamas has been taken by y- you, uh, Brian. Seth. Brad Silberling. <laughs> oh, the writer. The director. <laughs> director of this yeah. film. <laughs> yeah. Just so that you can show us what the angels look like. And they look yeah, like he, Nicholas he Cage. Says, he says to uh, Captain Hole at one point, he says, <laughs> I always ask them what their favorite thing was, and yeah. I write it down in my little book. And he like goes through and tells Captain Holt all the things that all the people he's killed recently have said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What if it's like a two-year-old or like a one-year-old yeah. who can't talk? Yeah. How are you going to ask his favorite diaper. thing? Yeah, my Fucking... favorite thing is like... My favorite thing was not dying up until yeah. about 10 minutes ago. My favorite thing was, yeah, fucking now that's all I have is a month. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, um, Nick. Thanks, thanks, Nick. Brian. This is this movie is one of those movies that... Remember back in the old days, in the good old days of the internet, when people would uh, recut movies so that it's like 
the comedy is a horror and that that was like that was all we did Classic. that's how we entertained ourselves and it was funny you put you know, it's Salisbury like Hill alone, on a shining scary. trailer yeah. and it yeah. becomes like a heartfelt family yeah. movie and you're so just good. L- like pissing your pants you're laughing yeah. so hard yeah it's so good yeah, yeah. um this is it's that. like 2007 this is that you wouldn't even you're have to on do... ebaum's world you're on ebaum's world yeah god you're having the best time on ebaum's world yeah you yeah. you prefer ebaum's world to albino black sheep because albino black sheep can get a little uh they get a little saucy rated sometimes. r sometimes I mean, so could you know? ebaum's world at times yeah, I, I think all of these sites had to get pornier and pornier to pay the bills. And in retrospect, we should have seen that the internet was not the utopia that we thought it was. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> You're sitting there watching a recut trailer, yeah, of like whatever <laughs> Saved by the Bell, and you're yeah. like, "We've done it. We've, we've done we've, it. We fucking did it. The pinnacle of human society." And I honestly, that's probably true, huh? Yeah, no, that is true. But this is that, right? Because this is like, um, like you wouldn't have to do much. Like literally, just change the music, and Nicolas Cage is a serial killer. Yeah, she's she's way too trusting of him. Way too early in the film, he's like, really creepy. He does he, he like blinks. he's a creep. He doesn't blink. He like doesn't have any answers for her questions. He like he's constantly asking her how things taste and feel. Like when she first meets him, and she just goes along with it. She first meets him, like sees him. She comes to see. So th- we're doing a bad job of describing this movie, but like at some point, it not. turns out she can see the angel, and he's like, "Oh my god, you can see me!" And he, well, he shows himself to her, I guess. But in his unblinking way, she's like, "What do you do for a living? Who are you?" And he's like, "I'm a messenger of God." Yeah, and she's like, <laughs> "Cool, cool. Oh, interesting. How, what's that like? What's can I what get are your the hours? <laughs> yeah, he's like, I don't it's, have a number." <laughs> He's an absolute creep. Yeah, he's uh, but a creep. In this fun Nicolas Cagey way. Like, no one else would be able to do it the way he does it. It's yeah. good. It's scary, though. It is scary. One of the first scenes where they're sort of together, they go to Dennis Franz's house, and Dennis Franz's granddaughter is, like, obsessed with Nicolas Cage. Yeah, she's, like, and, like climbing all, all over him. I think and, the, like, the idea is that the ki- young people can kind of sense the angel. The angel yeah, 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 yeah. But he just, like, he's continuing to be, like, completely stone-faced the entire time, which makes it even creepier. Yeah. What a what a weird performance. It's a weird movie. But also, like, a very good performance. Yeah, it was good. Um, so, I don't know. Did I answer your question? Did I like it? No, I don't think so. I don't okay. think so. I don't think I liked it. Did but it hold you? Did it capture you? It h- held me and it captured me, and I appreciated it as being a movie that had a coherent idea mm-hmm. and and stuck with the idea. That's Pretty low answer. bar, huh? No, that is that, a lot of movies don't do that. <laughs> like, most, yeah. most movies don't do that. <laughs> Look at this guy over here. He wants a beginning, middle, and an end. Jesus. Yeah. Then they, I guess they did that. Can I say the movie, I guess? Yeah, if you think you need to. They kill a little girl. Yep. And they're like, what if, and, and, but we did it for a reason. And so you can see that there's angels. And angels are fucking everywhere. It's an infestation. We, I don't know if they're outside of um, LA. <sighs> yeah. It doesn't They all say. live in the library. They live in the library in like downtown LA, Central Library. They're fucking everywhere. They're they're, they're always everywhere. watching you. They see yeah. you when you're like masturbating. Guaranteed. They do. They, it doesn't they say like it specifically, it. but it strongly implies that they see you when you're masturbating. I think there's a scene where Nicolas Cage is sitting in her chair in her house while she's in the bathtub. She's in the bath. 
oh yeah yeah and he does a funny like look at the camera moment <laughs> <laughs> He's like, like, how did I? This? I bet you're wondering, how did I get here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 Okay, continue. And so they kill a little girl, if I said that. You've said it. We've got been over that. They times. absolutely just fucking And then she kills an old man uh, through, through heart surgery negligence. <laughs> and then they're like, now that we've established that and that there are angels, now here's Meg Ryan. She's going to kill a man. And then while in the process of she killing the man, she looks surgery. Nick Cage right in the eyes and she says, you're not taking him. And the angels are there. Whenever somebody's in any kind of distress, the angels are there, which is, I guess, nice. Yeah. Well, they might have to claim the soul and bring it to heaven. But even, I think they're also there like when you're just sad or d- having a bad time. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. They like, that's they put their funny. arm around you. Yeah. They touch you. And then I think you have like a little orgasm or something. It's they for don't really some people, get into it. yeah, it's unclear. Um, but so the angels are always there, and she and he's there when this man dies of a heart attack, and it gives Meg Ryan a, a full crisis of conscience. Yeah, she loses like, her mojo. Why am I doing this? Why am I doctoring? Well, she says we fight for people's lives at the twelve minute and thirty second mark. She says we fight for people's lives in here, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't you ever wonder who it is we're fighting with? Yes, that's a weird one. And then they never say. Well, and I think maybe they were leaving it up to us to figure it out. Okay, and who do we think it is? Could be one of the gods of chaos from Warhammer. I don't... Is Warhammer even around in 1998? Okay, I'm sorry. Tanner's giving me a really weird look. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, so it is... It's been around since the 80s. Okay, fine. Okay, so it could be one of the gods of chaos from war. It was probably peaking in popularity in 1998. Are okay. you kidding me? Um, is it? I don't know that, that there's anything in the movie that... Well, I don't know. I guess I don't know my Warhammer. But there's nothing that led me to believe that it was that. Could it be the angels? The angels are taking people... I don't know what it is. It's some kind of dark force, you know? It's a dark force. Okay. What's, um, what's the bad guy in uh, Never Ending Story called? The Nothing. The Nothing. I think it's The Nothing. You think it's the nothing? There's yeah. no talk of that. They the do- assiduously the avoid the bad side of things. Yeah, that's and they're cowards for that because we just watched Ghost the other day. Yeah, and Ghost, Ghost was willing has to the go courage. there. Yeah, yeah. Is this why we're watching City of Angels? Because we don't know spiritual, the difference between angels spiritual, and ghosts. It's a spiritual sequel. It, yeah, it's a, it is. It's what we call a squeakquel. Yeah, City of Angels is a, a squeakquel to Ghost. Yeah. Spiritual sequel, it's about spirits, and that's why it's called a spiritual sequel. Okay, perfect. Yeah, the ghost will show demons sucking people down to hell through shadows, but this doesn't get into it. No. And they do show, at one point, a robbery, and if the robbery had gone bad, maybe we would have seen the robber get dragged to hell. Riddle me this, while we're talking about the cosmology of City of Angels. Yeah. Um, Nicolas Cage, at some point, is like, I'll give up eternity to go and be with her. He can fall. He can give up his existence as he knows it. He can give up eternity and become one of us. Yeah, right? Go and surf a body surf a wave. So the implication then is that humans, unlike angels, don't have eternal life in this cosmology. And therefore, my question for you oh, sure. is okay. what happens to the girl they murder? At the beginning. Of At the this. beginning. What are, where are the angels taking her? To, to like, the fucking furnace? Like, I think... To have what her I mind suspect. erased? Like, 
<laughs> I think they God do talk probably, about heaven. I think in this cosmology, yeah, heaven exists. God exists. Yes, angels right. exist. Yes, God eats souls. Okay, right, and they're just sort of like getting souls from Earth and bringing it up to God so we can eat them. Okay, good. They're God's breakfast, aren't we all? They're God's, God's and that breakfast. little girl was God's breakfast. Yeah. Okay, and that's well, I was gonna say it's beautiful, but it's not. God's Breakfast would have been a good name for the movie. They should have called it God's Breakfast. I yeah. would have watched it a lot sooner than now. <laughs> yeah. And then once God eats you, it's terribly painful. No. And then your soul is just extinguished forever. Yeah, okay. You just go away. You just disappear forever. Does that seem right? And that's maybe who they're fighting. That's with. who they're fighting. Yeah. And that's why Meg Ryan's so fired up about it. She's fired up. God's, and that's, she said that at one point. I think she said, God's going to go hungry today. God's going hungry today. When she oh, said, looks Dennis like Francis God life. is hangry. He skipped his breakfast. <laughs> he's going <laughs> to kill her for it. Yeah. He's so hangry that he's going to send a truck after her. Um, although Captain Holt assures us that that's not how it works. Right. Am I being punished? You know better than that. That's life. You're living now. And one day, you'll be dying. Nicholas Cage is not being punished. We should say Captain Holt is Nicholas Cage's angel friend. Yeah, they're angel buddies. They seem like buds. They take meetings together on top of signs. Yeah, they sit on the sign. And they take like meetings. Birds, and they yeah. take meetings. <laughs> um, should we uh, take a break and actually describe what happens in this film? Have we not yet? Not really. Okay, yeah, I guess okay. we should. All right. And I'd give up the world to smell you. Give up the world to crash a giant wave. And souls are all God's <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> wow. Good job, Wim Wenders. What a world you've created. <laughs> what a rich fantasy. Beautiful movie. Uh, let's say uh, uh, Meg does kill a man. It's not her fault. Nicholas Cage falls in love with how how hard she tries to save the man on the surgery yeah. table, and then she falls in love with him just because. And he's so he kind of reveals himself to her, and it's not clear whether he does it deliberately, like a flasher, or accidentally, like somebody who just kind of put their dressing gown on wrong. Is that does that metaphor follow for you? The metaphor follows, yeah. but it's not accurate because he does very deliberately choose to dis- to display himself to her. Okay. He and Captain Holt have a whole conversation about it. No, Did you watch the film? I watched the film, and Captain Holt says, you can show yourself if you want to, but it is but not clear that- you don't need to. It's not clear that he then like makes an active choice to show himself. Yeah, he does. Um, okay, fine. She falls in love with him as well. Yeah. She falls She's in love with him. She's frustrated that- she can't get a hold of him because he doesn't give her his phone number he doesn't give her his phone number yeah um at the 37 minute 50 mark she says you could beat me well did you use my pager because i usually don't get my messages unless you beat me yeah and he says you've definitely been beeped and it's right he's talking about it must be pretty obscene what he said if he felt like (laughs) self-censor like that you know i see yeah okay yeah what could he have said so but she they were both being obscene she says, you could beep me. She says, you could beep me. And he's like, Jesus. You've been beeped. <laughs> well, you've been beeped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's how they do their kind of, their like their little pillow talk. Dirty dance. 
Yeah. Um, it's unclear. I guess they're soulmates, right? And the thing is that God, he, they talk about God and it's a He's man. He's an soul. It's a man He's in an this soul. movie. He's an soul. He's an angel. Not established one way or another in the movie. They talk about God, he's a man, and they're, and uh, Captain Holt is like... He gave these bozos the greatest gift in the universe. You think he didn't give it to us, too? Which gift? Free will, brother. Free will. So if you yeah. want to be God's breakfast, go for yeah, it. Yeah, go for it, buddy. <laughs> Enjoy your time on Earth, because as soon as you're done, yeah. you're going you're right going, down Right God's down gullet. the yum hole. Yeah. Um, and so, but the the catalyzing event that we need to describe to you is, is this Franzen character. Yeah, John there's another Franzen. man who's in for a, a minor heart surgery, and he seems to be able to see Nicolas Cage. Well, he knows that Nicolas Cage is he there. He feels him. He feels him. He's like, I know you're there, buddy. I can't see you, but I know you're there. Go back and tell him that I'm not going. Not yet. And Nicolas Cage is like, huh? How'd you see me? How'd you see me? And then he's like, well, Nicolas Cage, here's the fucking deal. I used to be an angel just like you. I'm just a guy yeah. now. And I marry, I'm married and I have two kids. I'm having heart surgery. I, but And I love body surfing. Us angels, he says. Yeah, we love We fucking body love to body surf. It's the one thing that's missing. We can't do it. We, we can't just do want it. Heaven doesn't have any that's, killer waves. That's why they all gather on the beach every night. It's the serene waves of Elysium. There's no yes. like. There's no fucking like it's bad waves. Thrashers. Well, we just learned a bunch of surf lingo like six months ago, it's and gone. I've already forgotten it all. It's all gone. Yeah. Yeah. He says that, and then he says, "I was an angel once. I learned I about Vor. I was super into it. I decided to fall so that I could be consumed by God." Yeah. Whole fell in love with a woman. Yeah. Had some kids. Yeah. Pretty cool if you're the kid of an angel, huh? Yeah. And then so, but so in this cosmology, you don't like get born when you fall. You like you wake, wake up, up and you're the same guy. You're like a middle aged guy. Except you guy. stink. You stink. Denethan, Dennis Franzen says, you wake up, you stink. Yeah. You stink. And you're so hungry. You're so fucking hungry. Hey, it reminds me of uh, every morning. Every morning. Yeah. <laughs> right yeah that's funny <laughs> and and it, and he does that by yeah the way. and nicholas cage now does that and uh <laughs> then so he does it because meg ryan wants to run away with this kind of boring doctor who she's having an affair i don't know why i assume that it's an affair i don't think it's an affair that's just her boyfriend. no he asked her to marry him it's her boyfriend he asked her to marry him and nicholas cage is like i can't have this and so he he falls, which is literally just like falling off of a big skyscraper. He ble- uh, he he gives up forever to touch her. He gives Jesus. up forever to wait touch a second. Her. Yeah, wait a second. But, wait a second, folks. Was this was the Goo Goo Dolls song about made for City of say Angels? Say what it says. Let me look up the lyrics. One I'd give up forever to touch you. Fuck. Guys, I think we've just discovered something. Guys, guys, And guys. I'd give up forever to touch you, because I know that you feel me somehow. You're the closest to heaven that I'll ever be, and I don't want to go home right now. Wow. Jesus Christ. Google Dolls, you wrote this song for this movie, it's didn't you? It's about this movie. And, now, and I don't want the world to see me, because I don't think they'll understand. When everything's made to be broken, I just want to know who I am. Wait, um, what does he mean by that? Everything's made to be broken. Oh, that's God's breakfast. Uh, waves. Oh. 
could be the waves break. Breakers. Could be God's breakfast. Could be it's it's a double meaning. Could be breaking. Waves. Yeah, Google Dolls. You wrote this song for this movie. You didn't wrote you? the song for the movie, and now all the feelings that we've had about this song are fake because it's about a very specific thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, come on, man. It's only That's relatable not if you're an an angel who became a person. The the Rascal <laughs> Flats wrote. Life is a highway for a Cars movie. Okay, yeah. But like, we still get a lot of enjoyment. <laughs> oh my we? god, Iris is an is a song by American alternative rock band Goo Goo Dolls. Yeah, originally written for the soundtrack of the 1998 film City of Angels. Wow, good job, Goo Goo. The Dolls. song was later included in the band's sixth album, Dizzy Up the Girl. There we go. <laughs> wow, jo- Johnny Resnick wow. saw the film and he was like. I'm so inspired. I write I must a song write about a song. an angel. <laughs> he saw he saw Wings of Desire. Yeah, and he wrote Iris, and then so this, whatever his name is, Brian yeah. Picklebaum or whatever Silberling was like this. Goo Goo Doll song is so good. I'm gonna yeah. write a movie about it. Yeah, and so, an entire cosmology. I'm gonna borrow liberally from Tolkien. Iris is actually about Columbo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's about Peter Falcon. It's not okay. Let's say what happens next. He gives up forever okay. to touch her, doesn't he? He gives up forever yeah. to touch her. And he jumps off the sky. Can I do a name generator? Sure. Just before he turns into a human. Yeah, perfect. What is your... Angel name. Okay. Okay, so his angel name is Seth Plate, right? His name is Seth Plate. At the one hour, five minute mark, she says... What's your last name? You know my last name. No, I don't. They're having a fight about the fact that he's an angel. Because he's being an... She doesn't know he's an angel yet, and he's being an absolute creeper. Like, he's cutting lettuce in the, the absolute world's weirdest fucking way, and does cut through his hand. He cuts through his hand, but, but like, like in the same happens. way. It's like in the ghost way, where it's, it's like the, the weirdest knife way. Goes through his like, hand. I don't know. Like, if you haven't seen this movie, you got to watch it. Watch this part at least, because like, no, watch the, the whole thing. The weirdest part of him cutting lettuce isn't even when he cuts through his hand. No, <laughs> it's he's like doing this it's like the way file. He cuts it. It's Nicolas Cage committing to the role where Nicolas Cage spent like a week before the scene being like. How would an angel cut lettuce? <laughs> <laughs> how would a complete cream would, cut lettuce? How would somebody who has no concept of knives or lettuce or anything? How would that person cut lettuce if he suddenly they also, like, had to? It's it seemed like they turned up the like lettuce cutting sound <laughs> effect in that scene because it's the loudest fucking thing in the world. Like you barely hear the dialogue over yeah. like this lettuce cutting. But so he's doing but anyway, this fucked up cutting says, of lettuce. Yeah. She says, I don't even know your last name. Yeah, and he he like looks around in a panic. He looks around in a panic, and he says, "Plate, Seth Plate, Plate, Plate." Yeah, and she's like, "My name is Seth Plate." You looked at a plate, dude. You just looked at a plate. You could have said. So here's the way this name generator works. Okay, it's your first name. Yeah, and then just look around the room, find something. Okay, could I say mine? Yeah, Jack Baffling. (laughs) (laughs) That was gonna be mine too, Uh, Tanner Mixer. (laughs) <laughs> so that's good and you can play along at home too yeah. just it's your first name and then just look around that's the room the first, the first thing you see that's your last name that's a good and that's how you come up with your nicholas cage angel name yeah that's good jack baffling here yeah and i'm and i'm <laughs> pagliacci mixer <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so he gives up Great forever clown. to touch her, doesn't he? He does give up forever to touch her, and he and he bleeds just to know she's alive. He bleeds just to know she's alive. He does. He falls off a skyscraper. My God, he falls off a skyscraper and he's bleeding. Johnny. And then there's a funny moment, which I guess I don't know if it's supposed to be funny or not, but like these guys, like these obvious. Did Sarah McLaughlin write "Harms of an Angel" for this movie? Fuck. Say what those <sighs> lyrics are about. What yeah, if I'm she wrote that? In the arms of the angel, I hope you can find some comfort there. That's about the little girl they killed. I'm sorry to keep dwelling on it. Really fuck me you up. You spend all your time waiting for that second chance for a break that would make it okay. There's always some reason to not feel good enough, and it's hard at the end of the day. Let me. It's all kind of. It's a little bit too poetic. Yeah, I think it's about her friend. I think I remember yeah. this. I think I remember this. I think it's about her friend. Yeah, I think it's about her. Friend. She was like, "I wrote this about my friend who died, but you can use it, and we can all pretend that it's about an actual. It's about her friend, literal angel. Yeah, it's about her friend Jonathan Melvoin who died. Oh, he was a Smashing Pumpkins touring uh, keyboard player. Do you mean Jimmy Chamberlain? No, Jonathan Melvoin. Yeah. The lyrics are about the death of Jonathan Melvoin, the Smashing Pumpkins touring keyboard player. Oh yeah, he died of a heroin overdose. I remember that. That's the next line, and I wasn't going to say it because it was too sad. Okay. The next line was, he died of a heroin overdose? From a heroin overdose. Oh, man. (laughs) As McLaughlin explained on VH1 Storytellers. Guys, you made us watch this movie. Yeah, you made us watch it. You made us watch this sad movie about death. We haven't even got to the point. Let me get to the point here. He gives up forever to touch her, doesn't he? And he bleeds just to know she's alive. And, and, And he goes to Lake Tahoe just to know she's alive. Doesn't he? He he hitchhikes. He hitchhikes. But he hilariously first gets beat up and his shoes stolen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is hilarious. Well, and I think that's a nod to Wim Wenders because if I remember correctly, in Wings of Desire, Wings of Desire, (laughs) none of the angels wear shoes. Yeah, in Wim Wenders' Wings of Desire, none of the angels wear (laughs) shoes, and he not uh, even Peter Falcon. But he falls off the skyscraper. He wakes up and like a bunch of like criminals show up in a car and they stop and he's like hey guys and he pokes his head into the car and they punch him out and steal his wallet and take his shoes and it's kind of fucked up but he's some wallet he then he gives up forever to go to lake tahoe doesn't he yeah and fuck meg ryan he gives up forever to go to lake tahoe and fuck meg ryan yeah and it's worth it he says and it's worth it and think about it because he says it to captain holt later i would have done this just for one breath of her hair Right. And he yeah, fully yeah, yeah. fucks her in the bathtub. Can I do Freak of the Week? Sure. You don't want me to do Freak of the yeah, Week? Yeah, do it. One hour, 31 minute yeah. mark. It's the first time they're doing sex, and he is... He's having the time of his life. Laser focused on her knees. <laughs> he is just kissing her knees up and yeah. down, baby. Well, he has no concept. It's all he wants. He's yeah. like, oh, your your boobs are so big. And she's like, those are my knees. God didn't like, I tell us them. about knees. <laughs> we don't have those. Yeah. Um, that actually brings me into my next segment. Okay, perfect. Uh, you and I are connoisseurs yeah. of the romantic genre. Yeah. No, notice I didn't say romance genre, because this movie is not a romance. It no. ends with Meg Ryan's death. Yeah, it's a fucking... It's like <laughs> It a... starts with a child's death and ends with... The female protagonist. It's like death. a weird cosmology that happens to have a little bit of love in it. Yeah, it's a romantic movie, but it's a still, PSA we... about bike safety that ends in a PSA about how fun body surfing is. Yeah, <laughs> we have a mission. Yeah, to sort of catalog Bingus's mm-hmm. 
and we're like butchers. We're big as butchers. Big as and butchers. it's yeah. it's um, how long that dong? How long that dong? We, what we like to say is girth check. Girth check. Yeah. This one's a little different. Yeah. We do catch a little tiny, tiny, tiny peak of his penis. Do we? Yeah, he gets in the shower at one point. It's very funny. He b- burns himself because it's too oh, hot. Oh, yeah, because he doesn't know how to do anything. He doesn't know what showers <laughs> are. Um, and you do see a little bit of a peak of his penis. Yeah. So we know what his man penis looks like. Yeah. Here's the question. Yeah. Do angels have penises? Do angels have penises? Is that the question? Mm. Okay. They wouldn't need it. They don't eat or drink. So they yeah, don't need they've got mouths. To talk. They do talk. They've got ears to hear. They don't fuck. They've got hair. What do they need their they hair for? They don't eat. They don't drink. What do they need hair for? Styling. Idiot. Jesus Christ. Read <laughs> the Bible. Um, I think maybe angels don't have binguses. Okay. So when he came down. They're like candles. When he when he fell, yeah. he had to make the choice. To have He's it. like, what kind of penis am I going to have? Okay. And butt. And butthole. And butthole. Is that in the Goo Goo Doll song? I think so. Certainly in the Bible. Yeah. I assume. I've never read it. So what do you think? I think I have no idea. But I know that they're doing big sex. Okay. Yeah, they scene. do do a lot of sex. Because she's like, describe. they have this thing together where they're like, he's like, Hemingway always describes shit real good. You like Hemingway? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm starting to. Yeah? Yeah. As I ate the oysters with their strong taste of the sea and their faint metallic taste. As I drank their cold liquid from each shell and washed it down with the crisp taste of the wine, I lost the empty feeling and began to be happy. He never forgets to describe how things taste. I like that. Yeah. And then he's like, describe a pear to me. And she's like, okay, it's a it's a pear. And he's like, I don't know what that tastes like. This is before he's a, a man. Yeah. I don't know what it tastes like. And she's like, I don't know what it tastes like to you, he says. She says it tastes like uh, sugary sand. She does a bad job. Right. Describe it like Hemingway. Well, it tastes like um, <laughs> a pear. You don't know what a pear tastes like? I don't know what a pear tastes like to you. doesn't sound nice that's not what a pear tastes like she's like it's sweet and it tastes it's like sweet sugary sand. sand and then that's like a thing for them but then when they're doing the big sex she says like which is pretty fucked to ask somebody in the moment she's like describe like very specifically as if you were in an english literature class what this feels like i can't yeah. And what she is says, he says, do say? you feel that? He's like, warm. <laughs> <laughs> it's warm. <laughs> warm. It's warm. You mean like that shower you took earlier? <laughs> or... <laughs> and then it says something else that's like, sounds painful. I can't remember what it is. Yeah. He says, uh, warm and frantic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> warm and franzen. Um, <laughs> if you. Yeah. And this is a tip. This is a tip for viewers at home. Yeah. 
if you decide to watch the film, yeah, and you're concerned about whether or not it is a romance, it's because not. we are in the business Absolutely of romance. Absolutely not. Shh, 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 Sorry. Shh, yeah. shh. If you decide to watch the film, if you decide that you want to maintain its purity as a romance film, yeah. Once you hit the one hour forty six minute twenty second mark, yeah. Stop the film. Turn it off. Okay. Yes. Good. Because then it's a movie about- Then it's a romance. They kill movie. a girl, and an angel gives up forever to touch her, and they fucking- And they go to Lake Tahoe. Tahoe. Yeah. Yeah. And she gets in an accident yeah. on her bike, but it's presumably fine, yeah. right? Yeah. So We never know because we turned off the film at yeah. one hour and 46. All right. And folks who are willing to learn that this is not a romance, continue listening, because I'm about to say what happens. Yeah. Uh, then he's like, he gives up forever to touch her, and she's like, "This is great. I'm so glad you did this. I didn't yeah. even. I told the the bad doctor no to being married because I love you too much." And he's like, yeah. "This fucking rules, man. Sex is warm and frantic. I can body surf. Lake Tahoe is nice. Your uncle's cabin genuinely is, does seem really nice." Yeah. Um, and then she's like, "I'm gonna do dangerous biking." And she goes dangerous biking. She's like, see you later. I'm going to go bike extremely dangerously. And she, she, I don't know how to describe how dangerous this is. Except she closes her eyes, doesn't yeah. she? She's going down a hill. On, She's uh, going down a, and a, it's a twisty mountain hill. You know, it's one of those things, those hills that has like signs every like two minutes that's like blind curve, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's going down this dangerous hill and she, uh, Puts her arms out like in Jesus motion and closes her eyes and tilts her head back. And she feels the sun on her face. It's extremely dangerous. Yeah, and then she dies. And then she gets just absolutely fucking pulverized by a a logging truck. And he runs to rescue her, to hold her in his arms because he's still got kind of angel powers. And she does the abs- the world's literally most relatable thing that I would like to describe to you once I have your attention. Yep. She does the world's most relatable thing, at least to me as a British man, which is like, as soon as he gets there, like he runs to her because he's like, oh, I sense that something's wrong. And she's like lying. Bro- her body is broken. And he's like- Yeah, the truck driver has helpfully- The truck driver is like, uh, oh, like- fuck- Propped her head up on her backpack, yeah. and he's like, put "Which I think flares. is what you're supposed to do if you come across someone who's like <laughs> grievously injured." Yeah, if you're driving, I a... think you're definitely supposed to like move them and prop their head up, and like move <laughs> their neck around a lot. And um, Nicholas Cage goes to her, and he can see that she's dying, and her reaction is the most relatable part of this movie. She's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. You came all this way, and now I'm just gonna die." <laughs> Uh, like I would, I swear to he God, he hitchhiked up there. Absolutely, fucking swear to God, cross my heart and hope to die. If this happened, if I were Meg Ryan in this situation, literally could be at death's door, and I would apologize. Like I'd be like, <laughs> "Oh, this is so awkward." I'm so sorry. I screwed up. No. I wanted to show you everything. You will. The first I would pretend I was fine. That would be first. You would like reaction. try to get up and walk I'd be it like, off. oh no, it's all fine. I got hit by a log truck and like the lower part of my torso is mangled. But like once that was done with, I would just fucking apologize. Like, oh, you gave up forever to touch me and now I'm a mangled corpse. <laughs> 
<laughs> surrounded by. Like, I was the road closest flares. to heaven you were ever gonna get. <laughs> I was the closest. I was the closest to heaven you were ever gonna get, and it's over. And now all you have is now, body surfing. And now you can just get to body surf until you die, and God eats you. <laughs> God eats you for breakfast. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm really I'm sorry. So I fucked sorry. up. This one's on me. <laughs> if you and now, if you'll excuse me, yeah. I think there's a a dinner plate in heaven with my name on it. Yeah, it's fucked. Should we do burns? It's fucked. Um, Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I want to hear my burn. Yeah, please. Uh, It's right when um, it's so um, Nicolas Cage in this movie gives up forever to touch her. (laughs) Yeah, he does. Um, And he bleeds just to know she's alive. And um, he's so he looks like shit. I think this is when this happens. He looks like shit. So they're talking, and it's at the 59-minute mark, and she's like trying to figure out like what his deal is. And she says, Are you married? She says, no. no. She says, Are you homeless? No. no. And she's like, Are, are you a drummer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I caught that. Is that like... It's a bird on drummers. I don't get it, I guess. Because he looks like shit. Yeah, and drummers look like shit. That well, that's the burn. That's the okay. implication. Yeah, and they and that's the implication. I think drummers I've only ever are seen, like the only drummer I know is the boy from the drum movie. A mean man teaches drum lessons to a boy, and he's pretty. He looks pretty, good. Like he looks collected. Great. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he looks good. The implication, at least from Meg Ryan, is that drummers look like shit. Yeah, or they, they look lost. They seem lost. They seem like fallen angels. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. that's my burn. Seth says, Hello, Maggie. It's nice to see you again. And Maggie says, It's weird to see you again. And that's my burn. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. It's not. It's kind of a burn light book. It's a little bit of a burn light book, and I wasn't even going to say that one, but then you asked. Yeah. So I said it anyway. Funny movie. Hilarious. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Laugh Riot. You guys are going to love it. It's very funny. They kill a girl, and then they kill an angel. Don't they? They kill an angel, and Dennis Franzen teaches Nick Cage the pure joy of body surfing, which I think was all, like, because of a joke. I think the whole thing started because of a joke that Meg Ryan said. Oh, yeah, because Meg Ryan is, because she gives him heart surgery, and she's like, your body surfing days are over. She catches Jonathan Franzen eating chocolate ice cream before his surgery. Yeah, because he doesn't give a fuck. she gets mad at him. Yeah. And they, you think they're going to have a bad relationship, but then she gets her mojo back and fixes his heart, and he's going to be healthy and fine. Yeah. Except she says to him, I'm "Afraid your body surfing days are over." And he shows her. Yeah, because he goes body surfing naked by getting out there and body surfing with angel version of Nick Cage. Yeah, it's fun. And then the film ends with a beautiful scene of Nick Cage body surfing in front of a. Thousand it doesn't angels. seem like he's having that knife as of a time, but it does. It does prove our theory that all the angels are like, "Oh man, that looks awesome." <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's the Captain one Holt thing that's missing loves it yeah god it's god's big trick isn't it because god yeah. knows that he needs more breakfast and the only way to get it is if he populates the earth with more angels and so over <laughs> eternity they're just going to watch body surfing until they're like one by one they're like oh, fuck it <laughs> yeah fuck I gotta it go. i gotta try this now here's a question in your sort of vision of this cosmology yeah do angels taste especially good? 
I think that, God's not satisfied by the millions of people who die every day. Yeah, I guess in my version, like it, that's the only way to really pop, like to get the volume that God needs. Okay, is yeah. he's got to push the angels in. He's got to eat the angels. He's got to eat the angels. It's a movie about how he's got to eat the angels. Why did they go with Goo Goo Dolls Iris and not Counting Crows? She talks to angels because Goo Goo Dolls wrote this about the movie. It's not the Counting Crows either. It's the Black Crows. The Black Crows. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm sure they asked for it. It looks like they went. They like cast a wide net and they were like, "What are all the angels' songs?" <laughs> Yeah, well, and they're like, none of these will do. We have to come up with a new one. Do you know that angel comes from a Greek word that means messenger? Can I say that now? No, I think it comes from CW. I can't talk to you when you're like this. I can't talk to you when you're like this. But the the um, the guy, um, the, uh, Jonathan Franzen in this movie is called Nathaniel Messenger. Yeah, he's called, yeah, yeah, yeah. Angelus. Messenger with messenger. an eye. And that's what... Um, Nicholas Cage says when he's being a creepy serial killer, and she's like, "What do you do for a living?" And he's like, "I'm a messenger from God." Yeah, yeah. So that's interesting. I think that's probably most of the time that we have for today. Is there anything you'd like to add before we go? Um, nope. Yeah, I did have the note. I already told you about the note where I said you can eat that pair of fuck it, my guy, because yeah. he does. He does at the end of the film. It's also about a guy who discovers his love of pears. Yeah. Because he asks her yes. what pears taste like. It sounds good to him, even though it doesn't sound good to us. She's like, they and taste then he like, goes to some it tastes like big sweet sand. No, it tastes like sweet sand. Meg, Meg. That's not right. Pears, I've had a pear. Like, it doesn't taste anything like sweet to, sand. To be you know fair, what it tastes like? It tastes like an apple, but different. It's hard to describe what a pear tastes like, and I'm not sure I'd do a great job, but I wouldn't say it tastes like sweet sand. No, I wouldn't say that at all. <laughs> so he goes to a farmer's market and buys a bunch of pears and then just like... The way he's looking at these pears, man. Yeah. It's like God looking at his soul, right? Yeah. He just wants to annihilate this He thing. wants to annihilate pears. Yeah. After she dies, he buys 100 pears. 100 pears, yeah. You know, we all grieve in different ways. Yeah. You can't know what it's like to give up forever to touch somebody and then they die on a bike in Lake Tahoe. No, you're not Johnny Resnick. <laughs> Johnny Resnick knows. He, that's, he was like, Brad... Silberling went to Johnny Resnick and he was like, I got a weird idea for a movie. This angel gives up forever to touch somebody. <laughs> no, no, no. Johnny Resnick went to Wim Wenders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and said, I've got a weird idea for a movie. I got a weird idea for a song. A song, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. What's his name? Brad Silberling. Silberling. Did you yeah. look him up? No. Well, he's listed on Google as American television director. So something tells me. He, what else uh, has he done? Made some choices after. Yeah. Oh, oh, perfect. Yes, he's done so many good films. And okay. maybe we should just do a whole show about okay. him. Because he did Charmed. Oh, really? He was the executive producer of Charmed. So he's interested in like deep cosmology. Yeah. He did uh, Casper. What? This guy's got the a- Casper film. Do you think that he's an angel? Do you think he's a fallen angel? Because he's trying to teach us about like the afterlife, right? I think so, yeah. What's the other? What's the next one? He directed three episodes of Doogie Howser. Okay, so this guy. And three episodes of NYPD Blue, which is probably where he met Dennis. Or, and Captain Holt. And Captain Holt, right, because yeah. he's <laughs> a cop. Famously a cop. A New York yeah. cop. I mean, they yeah. all, you know, they almost know each other, right? Yeah. Um, we gotta go. Oh, he did the movie, oh no, never mind. He did a TV show called Rain, and I thought for a second he did that really good movie, Rain of Fire, with Christian Bale, where it's like the future, but also there's dragons. Folks, if you haven't seen Reign of Fire, 
<laughs> there's a scene in Reign of Fire where Christian Bale, I believe it's Christian Bale, jumps out of a uh, helicopter, helicopter with an axe to kill a dragon. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> absolutely. There's nothing. Is there any way we can twist Reign of Fire into being a romance movie? Well, I was thinking that we we could maybe make Iris be about Reign of Fire. Oh, yeah. Look at us. And we're just like those fucking people recutting <laughs> trailers back in 2007. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. D- don't fucking don't dare us because we will make Reign of Fire a romance movie and we'll put and, it out in the world for tens of viewers. And we will make uh, rework Iris to be about Reign of yeah, Fire. Yeah, just you Which took place away. in the year 2020, by the way. Just, let's do that. That's a fun project. <laughs> Folks, we gotta go. We're gonna dust off our song parody skills. I think that you and I are probably the world's most experienced. I think we probably were song parodists. I think we probably were. That's a good segue. And then we stopped because we changed the the concept of the show. This didn't is we? a great segue into the end of this episode, folks. You must subscribe to our Patreon. We've got a whole new show. If you don't know it now, I don't know how to get through to you. We're talking yeah, about the TGIF shows, and we're having a blast, and everybody is having a very nice time. I want you to stop for a moment. Yeah, and think. Sex bugs. And think about what Jack just said, because he said we're talking about the TGIF shows, and what he meant was we're talking about every single single episode of TGIF from September 22nd, 1989, up through whenever they ended it. We've done four episodes, and we're still on September 22nd, We're still on the first week. (laughs) It's still Friday. It's an endless Friday. It is endless Friday. A nightmare of our own creation, and we are not going to leave until we finish. Yeah, we're completionists. Uh, join us. It's also a great way to support our show and keep us doing this show. It's patreon.com slash podcast. It's only $5 a month, and you get a whole new show. Please also join our Facebook group. That's where we discuss everything. That's where we talk about everything. Everyone in there is nice and good. Uh, you got to check it out. It's Baby Nation on Facebook. You should also rate and review our show wherever you rate and review shows. It helps to keep us relevant. And even more helpful is share it with a friend. Yeah. We need to bring in new blood. We need more souls for God's breakfast over here, don't we? Yeah. Finally, I would like to tell you that this week we read a book, and that movie was called a book. It was a book. We read a movie. We read a movie. We saw, we watched a this week, we saw City of Angels, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> next week, we're going to be reading a little book. It's going to be called One of Four Things, The Hating Game by Sally Thorne, The Proposal by Jasmine Guillory, The Kiss Quotient by Helen Huang, or The Bromance Book Club by Lissa K. Adams. Last one, please. Okay, we're going to be reading a little book called The Bromance Book Club by Lissa Kay Adams, all that remains for me to say is this week, I have been Jack Alexander Shepard. My name is Tanner Pagliacci. And my name was Jack Pagliacci. But doctor. Yeah. I am <laughs> Tanner Pagliacci. <laughs> I already saw City of Angels. Should that be our sign off? <laughs> and we are all souls for God's breakfast. We might be children <laughs> friends.